This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbach. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. We're looking at uh, Melton, that's where the Saturday Night Venue is, but we'll also have a look at uh, some other key uh, venues. It's a terrific weekend of racing. And the Saturday Night Harness Preview, uh, we can't do it, uh, we actually can't do it unless we had supporters and sponsors. And this week's uh, show, in fact for the next couple of months, as I welcome you in, Rob Orber, is brought to us by Ben Studd Standardbreds. Yeah, thank you, Danny. Hello, everyone. Uh, Welcome to our uh, preview show. We've got so much to get through for uh, today's program and uh, a big thank you, uh, firstly, to the Victorian Harness Racing Club who have been supporting us all the way through, but it's great to have Ben Studd back. This is a really important time for them over the next couple of months with all the sales and we know uh, Ben Studd uh, are our leading breeding establishment in Australia. They uh, present so many wonderful uh, colts and fillies at the yearling sales. They have so many wonderful broodmares at their establishments, both here in Victoria and in New South Wales, and we'd like to thank Ben Studd for supporting us over the next couple of months, and we're going to spend some time also picking through the, the catalogue at the Nutrient Sales, uh, the Sydney sale, coming up on uh, Sunday the 10th of March, which is Sunday week, and uh, we'll be uh, highlighting some of their colts uh, at today's program. We'll have a look at the fillies next week. We'll concentrate on the colts today, and uh, there's some really nice uh, bred youngsters that you want to have a look at uh, if you're heading up to Sydney for the yearling sales. Well, it all makes sense. You pick a few winners, you usually do, build a bit of a bank, all of a sudden you're interested in getting a share in a horse. It all seems to flow really well, Rob. Pressure's on you, my friend. Oh, well, we try hard, don't we? Uh, we, we put a bit of time into uh, the bloodlines and the pedigrees, and if we can uh, help find some winners over the weekend, uh, hopefully we can cash some uh, some prospective buyers up, and maybe uh, even if you can't make the uh, the yearling sales in, in Sydney, the best part, you can all watch it online, and you can actually also bid for the horses online. So uh, there's plenty of availability to get involved in a horse. Yeah, and some uh, really good sales coming up through the course of uh, the next couple of months, particularly into uh, into April, Rob, and uh, we'll have more on that in the lead-up uh, to those uh, sales as well. So thank you to Ben Studd, Victoria uh, Harness Racing Club, and the Saturday Night Harness Preview for Melton. So let's look at the opening event, the Allied Express Pace, and we've got form lines that come from everywhere here. It's actually a, a really interesting race. Um, you've got every Every horse bar one in this race that has a win, at least one win at its last five starts. Now, that doesn't happen too often, Rob. My only negative is having the emergencies drawn barrier one in the first couple of races, but it's not as if there's any fixed odds market to bet in too early. No, well, we just uh, try to work our way through it, Danny. Uh, look, I've tipped here number six, Climinus, on top. Uh, it, look, the horse is in terrific form for Julie Douglas and Jack Lord driving uh Uh, on uh, Saturday night. Uh, He was a winner at Bendigo uh, last start, defeating the answer. That form's proved really strong. Uh, Defeated Captain Bernardo at its start before. He seems to be a horse that can push forward. He can do some work. He's in good form, race fit. I thought he ticked the boxes, uh, despite a bit of a whitey straw, but I've tipped him on top six, Climinus. From two, Denny. 
Former Kiwi, four-year-olds, had uh, three wins from 25 starts uh, with Andy uh, Gaff and Kate Gaff. Uh, I noticed that uh, the horse finished second at Cambridge two runs ago uh, behind a horse called In Excess, who's going around in the heats of the derby at Menangle on Saturday night. I did have a look at this horse uh, when I was up there a couple of weeks ago, and he certainly hit the line really well with Jason Grimson. And that second, for mine, holds up really well here. The horse has had a recent trial at Melton, and I'm expecting... Denny to be a real major chance in this race. Uh, certainly don't rule him out as a winning chance. I thought seven, Rosanna Rebel, first up since October. One thing that we do know about Rosanna Rebel, he's a class horse. Gets a really tricky draw. He's had a recent trial at Cranbourne in fast times. He's going to need some luck from there, but he's good enough to make his own luck. We've got to respect him. And number eight, another Nian who, you know, as you said, if the emergency comes down, he follows Denny through from the uh, inside the second row. He's obviously going to get a soft trip and he's got to be respected. But look, six from two, then seven. I think all three of those are winning chances. Eight, another in the end. But as you mentioned, Danny, it's a race where there's a lot of horses coming in here with good form. Captain Bernardo's going really well. Curio Gentleman, Brooklyn uh, in the paddocks come across from South Australia. It's a race with plenty of depth. Six, two, seven and eight for mine. Yeah, it is, and form lines from all over the place, including New Zealand as well. Denny does get off the gate pretty well, uh, even though it hasn't been winning of late, but has been very consistent and does get off the gate well. But there is a gate, bit of gate speed there on that front line. Um, I put the 10 on top, but I found it difficult. I didn't really know which form line to take, Rob. I've, I've got a, a, a wide net here, uh, plenty of chances. 10, 2, 7, 6, race 1. Race 2, the Mimosa Homes pace. Uh, and uh, probably can come up with a, a number of chances in this race as well. Yeah, look, this is a really tricky race, Danny. Uh, very, very difficult race uh, to sort out. I could miss uh, miss everything here. So, look, I've tipped to Hey Go You Good Thing. Uh, James Herbertson drives here for Patrick Tompkinson. Uh, Look, this horse here, he's uh, a bit of a hard horse to catch. He, he can do some things wrong. Uh, look, one thing we do know about him, he does have gate speed. I like the fact that James is driving the horse. I think he can at least be handy. And if he gets off the gate well enough to hold up, he can run well. But there's certainly some... Good speed off the front row. Nine Duffy Hollow, he's another horse, very hard to catch. I mean, he hasn't uh, won since December last year, so he's been off the uh, winner's list for a couple of months now. He's run a few placings at Melton and Cranbourne back in January. Trailing draw, I thought there was enough speed here to give this horse a chance to be running on late at the finish. Five Cure of Beauty, second up from a break. Uh, look, she's got really good gate speed. Uh, Matt Newbury drives. She was disappointing at Gumbauer, but then certainly since then has uh, had a couple of, or has been, you know, trialling leading up to it. So the, might, she might strip fitter here. She can improve. Three direct command just sits off the speed, has got a chance. But, look, it's a race I'm not really confident about, Danny. It's probably nearly a field job for mine. But, look, two, nine, five and three. 
Okay, I've got uh, number nine on top, Duffy Hollow. You made a bit of a case for it. I can find excuses for its last couple. Uh, nine from three direct command, two, hey, go, you good thing, and eight, Sassiola, nine, three, two, and eight, Sassiola's chances. I'm presuming if Admiral of the Fleet doesn't get a run, it it gets a good run into the race, I think, from that position. So, again, with the emergency there, it could go one way or the other, nine, three, two, and eight. Race number three, the Elderbaron Park Trot. Uh, Rural Dan's uh, going to be the favourite here. Karen Manning has picked up the drive. Yeah, look, he's. Um, he, I've tipped him on top. I, I think you have to, really. Uh, he defeated Hephaestus Phoenix at his uh, latest outing. Uh, he's the horse that's had nine starts for four wins and four placings. Hephaestus Phoenix, of course, winning last night in the, uh, last week in that Breed for Speed series. And uh, Royal Dam is a very nice horse, and uh, he's got a good future ahead of him. He's competed against RC Phoenix, uh, Aroha Koei. Uh, so, look, you know, again... Uh, I think he'll be really hard to beat uh, here in this race. From number one, uh, Tweedledee, who I thought was not bad last time, uh, might be on the up, uh, second up from a spell, getting fitter, nice draw to hold up to be a chance. Your horse, Anywhere Hugo, really hit the line well last time. Danny, I know you gave it a good push last week. I think he's going really well. Just not sure... You know, is he going to be three back the pegs or will he be four back the inside? I just think he's going to need some luck from inside the second row draw. But going well enough to be really putting himself into the race if uh, the brakes go his way. And two Aldebaran Demi. But look, five on top here. I've got one and eight in brackets to run second and third and then two. Yeah, a rule down not difficult to uh, find uh, here. Uh, I think he'll press his way towards the top, Rob. I mean, if he sat without cover, he could be more vulnerable, but he's not a one-trick pony. Uh, eight anywhere, Hugo. Look, it could end up four back the pegs like it did last week, but it is a good peg-line horse and will finish off, so it's probably a better place chance. Tweedledee was pretty good last week, Rob, and two Elderberry and Demi, so five, eight, one, and two. Fourth event is the Tab Premier, two-year-old stakes. Number six is a scratching, so a field of five. Good to see that this race stood up. I, I hope it would have if there were just five acceptors, but we've got five runners at the moment. Kudos to Damien Burns. Year in, year out, he just gets his two-year-olds to the track early and gets winners, and he has the favourite here. Well, we presume will be the favourite in Hesitate. Yeah, very nice win uh, at its uh, race debut uh, in pretty slick time. Uh, one by uh, 15 metres. Um, look, I, I'm going to tip one here who's a first starter. It'll be interesting to see how it measures up here. I certainly don't mind the look of him in number four, Archie Moth. Um, it was a recent uh, trial winner at, uh, at Shepparton. Uh, looked nice enough for me to suggest this horse can run well. Uh, former top trainer John McLean trains here for uh, Lenny uh, Parker and Damien Wilson combining and and uh, the stable have brought this horse to town first up so that's uh, a good indication to mine that they must have a good opinion of him and I feel like he'll run a really good race here number four Archie Moth I'm going to tip him on top specking a little bit from three hesitate who was super impressive winning at its race debut, as I mentioned, going a mile rate of 155.3, defeated Viva Storm, bolted in one by 15 metres, uh, obviously forward enough to run a big race here. One Uncle Trev, who also won on its uh, race debut, uh, winning comfortably for Wayne Potter, Alan Tormey. That race experience will put it in good stead. And obviously then we've got five Bolt of Cabargo and two Stormy Woods. Both of these horses went around at Ballarat on Thursday night. Uh, Stormy Woods won the race, was very green, uh, but obviously 
obviously he's got some ability and can only improve and maybe taking a trial will help him concentrate. Bolt of Cabago's got really good gate speed, but broke in the score up. Gave him 50 metres at, uh, at Ballarat and only got beaten eight metres. Went pretty well, but uh, I'm not sure about the depth of the form for that particular race. But I'm going to go four on top, specking Archie Moth ahead of three hesitate, one uncle Trev and uh, either two and five for fourth. Trained by John McLean is Archie Moth. It's the only first starter in the field. I've tipped the three hesitate on top. Three, one, four and two. Race five. First leg of the main quaddy, the hip pocket workwear, Castlemaine pace. Um, it's a good race, Rob. I think you can actually make a case for every horse in the race, at least from a, uh, from a place perspective, if, uh, if not for the win. So I'm interested in your thought process here. You were keen on district attorney. Uh, first up in the Terang Cup. I think a forgivable, forgivable uh, performance and that may well be the strong form line coming into this race. Yeah, look, again, it's, uh, it, it's, this race is going to be really interesting to see how that form line holds up because obviously, you know, we've got Chilliby Willow later on uh, engaged as well who won the Tarang Cup. Fides was terrific in uh, his uh, performance and when, when runner-up in the race. Look, I've tipped him on top here, number nine, Fides, from the trailing draw, from number six, District Attorney, all coming out of that Terrain Cup race. Uh, look, uh, Fides was terrific. Uh, District Attorney didn't really, uh, wasn't able to get into the race. So, uh, they, they went 55-5 last half. I think he's now been with Jodie Quinlan for that extra few weeks. Will certainly help her to get uh, a better understanding of the horse and his training regime. I'm expecting him to show great improvement. Number six, District Attorney. I know he's got the class and the ability to be winning a race of this calibre. Three ideal escape. For Julie Douglas and, and Alan Tormey comes back from Menangle when finishing uh, six behind Don't Stop Dreaming uh, and uh, was only beaten 10 metres. Uh, he, he's a really good horse and off the front is going to really help his chances. And then you've got horses like uh, number eight, triple eight and seven so what. It's a really open race. Lots of chances. We wouldn't be shocked if any of these horses were winning the race. But sorting out some numbers, nine, six, three, eight for mine. And I've got Fides on top. He was a month between runs before the Tarang Cup and Matt Craven had said that he'd had a few little issues with him in between. So he'll improve off that. Uh, so nine Fides from seven So What, four La Captain, one Whiskey Cavalier. A few others I'd like to have put into my top four, including Triple Eight. But it's a good race. But uh, nine, seven, four, one of my thoughts in the fifth. You're listening to the Saturday Night Harness Preview brought to you by Ben Studd Standard Breads. We're talking quality in Standard Breads and year after year Ben Studd keep producing and they're producing a few more quality uh, young horses at the upcoming sales, Rob. Yeah, look, at the Sydney sale coming up, uh, of course, uh, on uh, Sunday the 10th of March. Uh, the sale commences at 11am. Uh, They'll also have a sale parade on Friday the 8th of March, uh, kicking off pretty much at 5pm, but the Ben Stud team will be there from lunchtime on Friday the 8th of March, and they'll be there all day uh, Friday, of course, all day on Saturday. If anyone wishing to go and have a look at uh, their catalogue, and what a what a stellar catalogue they have for uh, the, the, the yearlings this year. Uh, we'll probably start off with that, uh, which, you know, I suppose p picking through their catalogue and trying to pick the eyes out of it uh, myself as well. Look, uh, 
Lot number 30, I think, will certainly be a horse uh, that will be taking uh, great interest. Uh, he's uh, by Art Major out of Miss Graceland. He's a, he's a half-brother to the top filly sale of last year. And uh, he, he's a magnificent-looking colt, uh, this Art Major colt. Uh, lot number 30 comes out of Miss Graceland, uh, uh, a, a colt out of Miss Graceland, but you go back through the dam line here with Amarillan, you've got Villa Gem, Nostra Beach, Manalira. You go back uh, further down through the uh, the page of Pixel Perfect, Soho Tribeca, Carla's Pixel. It's really a pedigree of uh, outstanding horses, and I think, uh, you know, anyone that will be looking to, to purchase a high-quality colt, Lot 30 certainly takes the eye very clearly from uh, the catalogue perspective. He's also beautiful tight. Lot 13 is another very, very nice uh, type. This is tall, uh, a cult by Tall Dark Stranger. This is the first of the progenies that we see by Tall Dark Stranger. Look, he's, uh, his pedigree as a, uh, as a sire and as a racehorse over in the US, absolutely impeccable. Look, I actually bred one to him myself through Nicky Nono. Unfortunately, we, we lost the colt through a bit of a paddock accident, but I'm, I'm disappointed I don't have one, so I might have to go to the sales and buy one myself now. But, uh, look, he's, uh, he's he should be a, a, an outstanding sire. I know he's attracted some great mares over in America. Lot 13, he's a colt by Tall Dark Stranger that are kept in play. This is the family of Kept for Pleasure, Vincent, My Mackenzie. You go back through the dams of Full Pleasure, uh, Ego Dan, there's some really, really, uh, depth of, of, of pedigree here uh, with uh, with this line. So lot 13 certainly takes the eye. Uh, another one that we might even have a look at, lot 106, is uh, I'm sort of going through me, me, me catalogue here uh, while I'm speaking on the phone, but I've, I've marked uh, lot 106. He's a colt by Art Major out of War Dan Bad Girl. Uh, this is another one produced uh, from uh, the Ben Stud family. Uh, Wardan Bad Girl. You go back through the dam line here. Uh, we, we own a Bad Girl. We own a Sizzler. Uh, further back, uh, right through down, uh, we own a Warrior. We own a Chief. I mean, this is a, a great pedigree page. Uh, so lot 106. So they're probably the first three that we'll have a look at. We'll have a look at three more later on uh, in our program, Danny. But uh, certainly lot 30, lot 13, lot 106. They're three that are we've certainly marked uh, for, for our catalogue of colts so far. And, of course, you're referring to the Sydney uh, Nutrient Equine Sales. That's the 9th and 10th of March. There are sales at uh, uh, Bathurst on the 24th of March and the Melbourne Sales, uh, 12th to the 14th of April. Rob, we're up to race number six, the Lifestyle Communities uh, Pace at Milton, Saturday night venue. Uh, this is a good race. Um, the interesting runner, I think, is Bark. We obviously didn't see the best of him at uh, Cranbourne and the Cranbourne Cup. And even though this is a decent field, He's dropping back in class. It's not that he got much of a go in the overall scheme of things, but he's got form lines through some of the better paces in New Zealand. Yeah, look, I think there's two main winning chances here, 9L of Pembroke and, and 4 Bark. I mean, they look clearly for mine, the, the two top picks in the race. Uh, look, I'm still going to stick with Earl of Pembroke because I know what he can produce and... You know, he's uh, he's a very good horse. His run in the pale face Adios was very strong behind Better Be The Best. I think Better Be The Best, it's Merlin. They're, they're super horses. And, you know, he wasn't too far behind. He got beaten 14 metres. His wins before that, you know, he defeated um, the, what did you say, in the Gumbauer Cup. 
Uh, fifth behind Frankie Ferocious and, and Perfect Class. I mean, that's a really strong form line. I'm happy to stick with Nine Pearl of Pembroke. Though I, I think four barks, clearly the danger. Look, he trialled really well until he, he mucked it up there at uh, Cranbourne Cup night. Look, he, he'll, he'll, he'll bounce back here. He's the major threat. They'll fight out to finish nine from four. I thought eight Delvey Robin gets a, a soft trip on the pegs, will get home late, and nine Magnetic Terror. But nine and four, they're clearly the two top picks for mine in race six ahead of eight and six. Yeah, I, I've got the same Quinella, but I've put Bark on top four ahead of nine Earl of Pembroke, uh, six Magnetic Terror, one Diamond Eclipse, four, nine, six and one. Race seven, the Ben Stud Standard Bread's pace, uh, the scratching here, number six, uh, Ruslan, and a um, bit of speed on the front line. Yeah, there is. Uh, it, it's an uh, interesting race. Look, I'm, I'm going to stick with number one, Franco Novelist here, Dan. Uh, finished third behind Rakiro Slam and Radius last start. Uh, Drew Barrier 4. Gets Barrier 1 here. Love to almost see this horse just take a sit and sit behind him, but uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it, how it plays out. But, look, I, I think this horse is going well enough to be uh, right in the finishing, number one, Franco Novelist. The draw really suits. There's options here for Abby Sanderson. Uh, 10, Sly Terror. Drops back here uh, in grade. I thought he's been racing against some really good horses. Rikiro Slammer, Let's Rock, Let's Roll, Invitation Only, all horses that have performed really well at uh, cup level. I think he can run a big race. Look, three, Stir Me Up, four, Ura, both very quick beginners, both like to lead. Um, both can really race forward. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I think Ura really steps up. I know it won really impressive at Tarang. I was pretty keen on its chances at night. This is a much stronger field here. So one on top each way for mine, ahead of the 10, 3 and 4. And I'm with Ura, 4, 3, 1 and 8, thinking if he did lead, it might be a peg line race, 4, 3, 1, 8. Last event, you've got three of the seven runners here, so that's a great job, Rob, and uh, important for the other horses that you have three, because if you didn't, the race wouldn't have stood up. Jillaby Willow, the favourite. Yeah, look, I, I, look, on face value, Jillaby Willow does look the horse to beat. Uh, you know, her, her performance in the Tarang Pacing Cup was outstanding, Uh you know, she, she led uh, led all the way. Uh, look, I've tipped her on top. She should be leading, you'd think, and you'd think she should be winning. It's very hard for me because I've got uh, a lot of uh, bias towards my own horses. But on face value, she looks the horse to beat. But in saying that, you know, five Nikki Nana, absolutely flying. Uh, look, you know, th- these horses, Nikki Nana has raced against Jillaby Willow, hasn't, uh, you know, there hasn't been much between them the last couple of times they've met. So, you know, the way Nikki Nana's going, I, I expect her to-, to really make her presence felt. I also think my other horse, number three, LaBelle Bajou, she probably goes into this race with the worst figure form, but I- I'll be honest with you, I think she's absolutely flying and she's just having no luck whatsoever. I mean, her run at Menangle was full of merit. Her run at Cranbourne, she sat three wide the whole way, super. Very unlucky at Geelong. Uh, I think she'll run a really good race. I think if you're taking a quaddy and looking for one at value, don't leave her out, whatever you do. And, uh, look, you know, one, she's a daydreamer, Eleven mon- uh, sorry, seven Monomia, all horses that uh, will probably get uh, soft trips and be running on late. So, look, six, five, three and one for mine. And I'm six five seven one in the last. Okay, thanks to Ben Stud, Standard Breads, Saturday Night Harness Preview, Rob Orber's Best Bets.
Well, look, on face value, you'd think race eight, number six, Jillaby Willow, looks really hard to beat. You'd expect it to be uh, nearly in front and be the one to run down. So we'll uh, we'll stick uh, with Jillaby uh, with, uh, Willow. I thought uh, race six, number nine, Earl of Pembroke, uh, can run a mighty race against Bark. I, I think uh, Earl of Pembroke... Whatever it does, we're on a mighty race. And I thought my value bet was race seven, number one, Franco Novelist. I like it from the pole position draw, and it should get every chance from there. And I like race seven, number four, Ura. Race eight, number six, Jillaby Willow. Each way, race two, number nine, Duffy Hollow. And again, thank you to Ben Stud Standard Breads, Rob. They'll be uh, sponsoring our Saturday Night Harness preview through the months of March and April, which are very important months uh, to get the uh, the yearlings uh, with uh, the spotlight on them and the Sydney sales coming up. And you uh, whetted our appetite before with a few uh, lovely youngsters, and you've got a few more to talk about as well. Yeah, just wanted to have a look at three more uh, of the Colts here from Ben Stud. It certainly caught my eye. Uh, look, Lot 121, this is for the trotting enthusiast. Uh, they've got a, uh, a, a, a Colt by Pastor Stephen out of Argentine Tango. This is a, a totally uh, USA-bred uh, uh, line, Pastor Stephen, you know, uh, fantastic sire over in, uh, in in America and Argentine Tango, who, of course, was purchased uh, and brought over to Australia. It uh, certainly catches the eye. Lovely trotter. And for those uh, trotting enthusiasts, I think Lot 121 is a must to have a look at. I certainly think uh, Lot 130 is another one, which is the Colt by Better's Delight at a Carlos Pixel. I mean, you couldn't really uh, actually knock this line. Uh, the pedigree is just amazing. Carlos Pixel, Pixel Perfect, Soho Tribeca, and it just goes uh, back through the line. Soho Broadway, uh, again, the Amarillan family. So lot 130 is a must to write down. And you always try to find that little diamond in the rough. And there was a little video that I had a look at, lot 36. Um, this is an interesting one, uh, probably from a, from a pedigree page point of view. You know, it reads well enough. This is the uh, the family of Vanquished, who uh, who certainly uh, has been going really well for Shane Sanderson. But I like the video of this horse, Lot 36. It's a Captain Crunch out of Miss Hartley. And that might be one that, uh, if you get a bit of a chance, have a look at the video. But I know Ben Stud at the sales day, they're going to have something special on offer for uh, all the... Uh, Potential buyers that uh, come along uh, to the sale that day, I think they're going to be able to have a really, not only a close uh, look up of each of these horses that have been paraded, but also some uh, some lovely videos of these horses moving around in the paddock. So that was one that caught my eye, Lot 36. So they're just some of many of the Ben Stud uh, progeny that are up for sale in the uh, Nutrien sale. On the weekend, of course, the uh, the 8th of March will be the uh, the sale parade, inspection day 9th of March, and the sale's on Sunday the 10th of March, and that's happening at the Sydney Inglis Riverside Stables at Warwick Farm. And uh, look forward to, uh, to talking more about the Ben Stud progeny next week uh, on our show. Indeed, we will. Great racing at Menangle tomorrow night as well, Rob, and Board Cup on Sunday. Plenty to look forward to over the course of the weekend. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Uh, good punting, Rob, and happy harnessing. Happy harnessing.